0: Whatever you want, whatever you need, anything you want done, baby, I will do it naturally. Cause
1: I'm everyone.
0: Everyone. it's all in me. What up, Jermaine? What up, Jessica? And what up, everybody else? Welcome back to Ascended Queens, you guys.
1: Where we are jewel dropping on a regular basis.
0: (laughs) No, that's you. You're jewel (laughs)
1: dropping. We're both jewel dropping.
0: Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right.
1: Gems and jewels. Yeah,
0: and bobbles. And bobbles. Why doesn't anybody say bobbles? I like that word. That's such a great word.
1: (laughs) I I mean, you should bring it, make it popular, make it pop.
0: Yeah. Maybe I need to just gems, jewels, and bobbles. (laughs)
1: It sounds like a boutique to me. (laughs) Uh. Yes. Okay. So welcome back to Ascended Queens. And we've definitely been talking a lot about relationships because let's face it, a lot of us are very focused on them. They are a very central, integral part of our lives and our focus. And so we took what, two to three shows, 2.5 shows? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, to talk about that.
0: I mean, and, and who knows? We may come back to it. Like
1: We, we probably said, will.
0: We probably will.
1: <laughs> who are we kidding? Who are we kidding? <laughs>
0: we, love, we love love just like everybody else. And yeah. not even just romantic love, but just love for everybody. Like, I got love for you as my friend, the other half of Ascended Queens, and I got love for everybody else out there that's listening. You know what yeah. I
1: mean? Yeah. Yeah. Love is like the presence of God in action. That's how I I feel about it. Girl,
0: you said it. It really is. And like, it's also the recognition Mm. of God in each other. You know what I mean? So, if you're saying that love is the presence of God, it's also the recognition of it. For me to say that I love you means that I see God in you. And regardless of if you don't even know God, I still see God in you.
1: Mm. You know? Mm. Jewel drop. Jewel drop, or yeah. It was a I, bobble drop. Bo- bobble drop. You're gonna say, yeah. Mine's a jewel. Yours is a bobble. <laughs> we are completely <laughs> taking these. The, we're copywriting. We are patenting this. Um, yeah, but like when you were saying that, like I saw the word acknowledgement. You yeah. know, like which has that word knowledge in it, and I'm mm. so big on the word on the word knowing. Mm -hmm. and how, you know, a belief doesn't hold you accountable, but knowingness does. It does. So you know that that is God inside of somebody or that God is operating through them. Even when things look like, how could this person possibly be of light, right? But then they set something in motion or trigger something in you that calls something that was in your shadow or something that you did not know that you needed to bring to the light to heal. You know what I mean? It triggers something. so. I mean, is that not God in action? It Whether really is. you know what I mean?
0: Like even okay, so this kind of segues into our whole topic for today um about self-love and like our own personal well I guess we're going to talk about our own personal journeys with that. So you just said like how somebody could trigger something within you um you know, to cause you like almost like a catalyst to cause you to grow mm-hmm. to to become what you're supposed to become in life and I I definitely feel like uh for me i've I've had like a big <laughs> catalyst over the last few years um of growing into the woman that I was supposed to be, you know, and it's weird because I look back on myself um in my twenties and I'm just like, "Whoa, who is that girl like I don't even recognize her same yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna start with you we're gonna start with you yeah <laughs> <Jeff. laughs> Why do I I always be passing the baton and be like, (laughs) skirt, skirt,
1: reverse, reverse, back it up, back it up. You turn. Let's flip a bitch.
0: Yeah. Tell us about your whole journey of self-love and like. Um, what brought you to who you are now and did you ever have that like catalyst moment or something happen in your life that kind of caused you to become the woman that you are today?
1: Hmm. Um, you know, I'm going to say that like my journey of self-love has just kind of always been whether I called it that or had that vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Um, it was loving myself enough to want to know the truth of of life itself, of why are we here? What's your place in the world? You know, how, what is God? What is death? What is, what is love? And so like at a very early age, very, very early, I asked all those questions and I loved myself enough to not want the outside world or just my parents to have the ultimate influence over me and over what I saw was life or those, those definitions. So I loved myself enough to go down that rabbit hole. And so I feel like my whole life is, has been that rabbit hole. I love it. <laughs> um, yeah. So like, I think that the biggest catalyst that happened that accelerated my journey of self-love was around that 2012 time period. And what triggered it was a relationship a few years before that. Mm-hmm. um that I talked about before that definitely triggered me in a major way and depleted me of all of my energy like if I was a cell phone I had literally like one percent battery left man and yeah like you know you have to put your cell phone on low battery so all the lights are dim and and you know what I mean <laughs> so you don't have enough for your speaker phone so your voice sounds you know distorted and low like that's how you know I could right now my auditory voice is very near to me, right? I can hear it reverberating through me. Mm -hmm. But at that time, it sounded like it was getting like 20, 20 feet away from me. Wow. Outside of me. And I was like, ooh. And it was overgiving. It was overgiving to someone who was not fulfilled and was not whole. And I felt like and a lot of us right light workers way showers whatever you call ourselves we we feel that we are so strong right we have so much light that it cannot be penetrated <laughs> you know what i mean and 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 so but it was and it really like triggered me tested me challenged me number one to put myself first and to choose myself over this person that i was in love with um but i had to choose me and I wouldn't have done a quarter of the things that I did in the next 10 years um, after that, because that relationship was very restrictive and it didn't allow for me to fully love myself um, because I had to put, expend so much energy on this other person who wasn't whole. Um, so once I got out of that and I literally asked God, like, if you help me to get out of this, I will do it, but I need to get back to where I was before. Cause I felt fulfilled before I felt like, Everything was, was golden. And I felt like such an appreciation for my friends and for my family and just the way that my life was and for the peace that I had in my life. I mean, it was so amplified because it was taken from me or I, was, or I gave it away, right, or part of it. So, yeah, I got out of it and I started, you know, meditating about, you know, three times a day. Um, I got in shape. I hired a spiritual guru for like four years. So mm. I did nothing but work on myself each nice. week. Um, that's when I started my my podcast called Ascended Radio. Um, and because when you are so filled up and you're vibrating that high, you have no choice but to overflow. So I felt like this isn't my information or wisdom or knowledge to keep. So I gave it away. Like for free because that's what, it was given to me freely. Although, right? Like you could say that the energy that I gave wasn't, that's not free, that's currency, right? Right. So yeah, that's my, that's what triggered me. I think, you know, the journey of self-love is like ever unfolding. Mm -hmm. And I think that right now I'm still on another level of it where what I'm being faced with and probably a lot of us are is, is balancing out, giving more to myself. Um, than I do to others. And that's been very out of balance my whole life. I've always overgiven um, and not, and, it, and I've not been given back to in the same way. And not that I required that, but now I understand universal law says that it must be that way. Whether I feel like, oh no, it's okay. Like I can handle it. I got this. Um, everything has to come into balance and everything has to be neutral um, so that we don't become so dense with what we're carrying for everyone else that we become stagnant because we've gotten so heavy. And so I'm relinquishing, you know, a lot of my responsibility that I took on myself for other people and to be a certain, you know, to be everybody's everything and always make it to everything and always, you know, go to the hospital and be at the funeral and speak at the wedding. Um, Right now I'm taking my time to just be nurture myself. So that's my, that's where I'm at in my self-love journey.
0: I love that. I mean, I, I love that so much because realistically, if you aren't taking care of yourself, if you're continuing to deplete yourself, if you're continuing to go down roads where you're just over giving, you know, yeah. um, you, you wind up being a shell of who you used to be, you know? Yeah. And um, I, I definitely feel like I can totally relate to that because I've been there myself. Um, but yeah, like I, I'm all here for it. I love One, it's weird to know that I didn't know that about you in the sense that, like, you were, like, almost, like, quiet. Like, I feel like every time we speak, we talk, we always have these such deep conversations, which I think is actually what kind of, like, birthed this baby of Ascended Queens, you know? Yeah, Yeah, it did. Yeah, like, we we, we just always have, like, the best conversations. And I was like, girl, we need to be telling people these, like, people need to be in (laughs) on these conversations or at least hear them because we, I don't know, like, sometimes I be giving myself chills, or you give me chills. And I'm like, holy crap, like, you know, um, we got to do something about this. So I love that you were able to find your own personal voice um, to be able to, you know, start giving all this knowledge, drop your jewels.
1: (laughs) And baubles and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what part didn't you know? Like, well, I got a little bit deeper, I think, into the
0: um, I guess, I mean, I knew about, like, you know, that relationship and things like that. It's just more of, like, I, I, can't, I guess I just couldn't, I can't really picture that, Jess, <laughs> if that makes
1: sense. No one could. Like, I like, literally
0: can't see that at all. Like, I... I, I don't know. Like, I can see so many versions of you. And, like, even, like, my idea of you, like, going forward in your life. And, like, even as an old lady, like, I feel like I know exactly who you're going to be. <laughs> <laughs> but you describing that person, I'm like, no I, no, I don't see that at all whatsoever. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. you know, No one could because I was never that before and I was never that after. And it was yeah. only a year and a half. Um, But it felt like a lifetime and I'll tell you what, you know, people that struggle with forgiveness and and who struggle because that keep that is a think about the things that make you feel heavy, that, that make your body condense, you can literally feel your, you can feel your shoulders tighten, you can feel like the, you know, wherever you carry your stress. Those emotions that you're feeling, like you can assess like, okay, this is making me feel heavy. So it's probably making me feel stuck or stagnant somewhere. I probably am creating a blockage somewhere in my body and my energetic field. Mm -hmm. So that's why number one, just, I feel like you don't have to know how you're going to forgive. You don't even have to know if you should just know that you want to, and then let it go. Like the universe will do everything else. Like I got to a place with that person who I loved so much and I went through disappointments and anger and resentment from her because we were so in love and I just was like why can't you just be happy I didn't get that right like why can't you I don't understand you know but I got to a place where I just have nothing but love for her and I appreciate the trigger that that my body responded to and that my soul responded to and I'm glad that like we left that relationship in a loving way. We could talk today and it would be loving and it would be kind. And, um, and I'm grateful to her because it, it inspired me and it, it did accelerate me like even further, you know, than I was into my peace and into my joy and into myself and appreciating everything. After that, I said, you know, we spend so much time dating other people or trying to impress other people, whatever. We spend like, you know, $100, $150 on a dinner to take someone else out. So I started like taking my mom out on dates, yeah. right? I started like sending her more flowers, like on Valentine's day, sending her cards and flowers and things like that. And because I had such appreciation for the people that m- my relationships became more strained. And like I said, that had never happened before. Not, mm. not me, I was not that person. So I think forgiveness is, and if you think of that word, like I like to take words apart, like forgiveness. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you are giving, but it's like for something that you can't even foresee yet,
0: right? Or you that's know? greater than you.
1: Yeah, that's greater than you. So yeah. yeah, so that's my my trigger of a deeper level of self
0: love. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. It's very similar to mine, also.
1: Oh, I'm I'm waiting. Don't think
0: <laughs> <laughs> I stay trying to duck in die. Right?
1: That you sure me. were. <laughs> I love, yeah, it's your.
0: <laughs> I love how that sounds so amazing and wonderful. Right. And,
1: I didn't know that about you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, I guess to get into it, um, I again, so I guess I always have to reference my blog because I've been very open and honest about, um, at least the last relationship that I was in, um, not this year, but prior to that, um, the last relationship that really kind of like was that catalyst for me uh, for change. But I would almost, I'm going to actually backtrack a little bit because I'd almost actually say the the relationship prior to that as well. Um, that relationship uh, was very like abusive. Um, it was very mm-hmm. controlling. It was very manipulative. And um, it turned me into something that I didn't even recognize in that in that sense. And it wasn't a matter of me not loving myself. It's just, I think, Maybe we can talk about this on a whole nother episode and talk about people who have like, you know, narcissistic behaviors and things like that. And, um, how as a light worker or as someone who's empathic, how, um, you can kind of fall prey to people like that, which is, it's, it's very interesting because most of those people who are narcissistic are extremely charismatic. They come and they, they are all about you. They make you feel like the most amazing person in the world until one day it, it basically just flips. Um, and so that relationship was, uh, hard. It was hard. And getting out of that relationship was hard. And, um, you know, even beyond that, like, going forward, dating other people, it was, it was interesting to me because I, I, I almost developed a fear in Mm. a sense, like a fear of being open with people because, um, of what had happened, you know, with, with that person of them being so like kind of abusive and manipulative. And I, I am the strongest, like, I, I can't say I'm the strongest person that I know, but I, I feel like a lot of people always attribute strength with me, you know, and, um, I looked at myself and I was like, no, not strong, not doing it. But you know, here I am today, um, a whole nother person. Um, but anywho, so the relationship after that, that kind of really sparked me being this, this phenomenal, amazing woman that I am, um, was, so we talked prior about relationships and stuff like that. And mine was with my, twin flame um and we talked about what that means and what that meant and all that stuff and um for me that relationship ending was was very difficult because we didn't really have any issues or problems there was nothing really wrong with the relationship it's kind of almost like what you said it's like she just I I can't necessarily say she was she wasn't happy you know Mm -hmm. um she suffered from depression and um I, that's pretty much all I can really say about it. So with her ending the relationship, it, it, it was hard for me because at that point in my life, I was like, oh my gosh, nope, this is my person girl. We're about to do it. Like, I mean, I was doing major things and amazing things all on my own. Like I had bought a house, you know, I was so proud. Like my career as, as a model was thriving so much. And, um, I was making more money than I had ever made as a model. And, um, I just was like, like level 10 of myself, you know? And so for that relationship to kind of come abruptly to an end, not necessarily like, Oh, things were bad for a while. We had been arguing and fighting and they just kind of like got to a point where like, yeah, maybe we should just call it. No, it was like, we were happy. (laughs) And one day it was like, yeah, nope, not doing this anymore. And so, um, I think when you're kind of left on your own, to your own devices, like when somebody's just basically like, yeah, no, I can't do this with you anymore. It, it basically challenges you to um, look deep within yourself to kind of find a lot of those answers and find um, your peace and find like that love. And you talked about like, you know, we're always out trying to like impress everybody and all this stuff. Like for me, I think it actually turned me into this self-proclaimed self-love queen because I feel like I call myself that all the time. <laughs> Um, but I had to learn to pour all of that love that I had been giving away to her, to my family, to my friends, to all everyone and anything around me to myself, you know? Um, because I'm not saying I hadn't been doing that cause I definitely was, but I, I think when you go from being in such a, a big partnership where, um, you know, things are of a certain caliber and you are expecting are having expectations. Yeah, I will say that you have expectations um, that that's your person and you're you're moving in a certain direction. It's it 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 almost makes you feel like, well shit, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um it, it it may I will say it made me question my own self-worth, which is which is I'm not gonna say it's not normal because I do think it is. Um but I, I do think that I was basically putting a lot more stake into the relationship, into her than I was into myself, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if I was putting more of that love into myself, I don't think it would have hit me as hard. Um, I, I obviously it would still hurt because obviously ending anything is, is hurtful, devastating, whatever. And you have to grieve the loss of that, but I don't think it would have hurt me as much as if I had really been pouring all that love into myself. So that kind of started my journey, um, I guess, of self love. So over, I guess it's been, what date is it? It's October 30. It's been basically exactly two years since I got dumped by that person. Um, And it's very interesting (laughs) that it's been two entire years since I have not been with this person. You know, I mean, we had like a little stint last year in 2018 of, I don't know what you want to call that. I guess <laughs> like a hey le- hey hey how you doing let's see how this is going <laughs> yeah um but realistically i would say it's it's been two years and so looking at myself ending that relationship two years ago being in such pieces and feeling like i don't know if i'm ever going to want to be with anyone ever again or love again or anything like that too here I am two whole years later feeling like I'm excited about love and I'm excited about life and I fucking love the shit out of myself. And you know,
1: <laughs> yeah. I
0: just, I don't know. It's just like really good. Like I, I'm like I said, I'm the self self-proclaimed self love queen. I take myself on dates all the time. Um, I definitely love taking my mom out too. Like that's like one of my favorite things too. Um, but I, also feel like it's all that sparked, um, my voice, if that makes sense. So I, all of my life, I've been like, you know, kind of like in church or like in school, like been, we've had to do like presentations and like, you know, I would stand up in church and read the Bible verses when I did all of that. And, um, so speaking to me is like something that's kind of been ingrained in me, but it was never something that I saw myself doing in the sense of like motivating others and um, talking about my own story and my own journey and how I found myself and how I had to learn to pick the pieces up that were thrown on the floor or whatever you want to call them. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like I even had an entire event in the beginning of this year, which I actually feel like. Man, the beginning of 2019 was like, whew, I started it with a bang. Like, self, um, the event I had was called a Journey of Self Love, which is actually really perfect for this um, conversation. And um, I, a lot of the story that I just told you guys, I shared with the group of women that were there, um, and talked, you know, uh, more about like deep, in depth, and um, what that that journey was about, and all of that stuff, but. You know, I think one thing that I kind of want to add to all of this is that I think it's really important for a lot of people to know out there is that regardless of a relationship, regardless of a job, regardless of where you are in life, um, I think it's important for us to kind of like stop for a moment and like just be present within ourselves and say, you know what, where I am right now, right now. Not in when I lose 15 pounds, not when I get that job, not when I meet that perfect person or whatever, you know, um, I need to learn to love me right now for who I am, for what I am in the process of becoming or going to all of those things. Or even if you, you are at a very low point in your life, learn to love yourself there right then and there, because that girl, she needs love or that boy, he, he needs love, you know? Um, wherever you are, you got to learn to love yourself right then and there as you are, you know? Mm. Um, I think we put too much emphasis in society on, you know, goals and dreams and becoming, which I'm all about. But I think it's important to also learn to love yourself where you are.
1: Yeah. And that that just um, brought up something for me, like a practice that is helpful, even though This isn't necessarily staying super present, but in your present, it's a practice you can do. (laughs) Is like, because we were talking about before the show how there's almost fragments of yourself at different points in your life, like when you don't heal, because we're not given, let's face it, in this society tools to heal. Right. We're taught, you know, general mathematics that we're never going to use, or like a history that's based on mistruths
0: right and and we're not taught
1: <laughs> right like and we're not taught how to heal um if, like if a parent passes things in life that happen you right. know the loss of a job the loss of a relationship and mm-hmm. so i do think that there's parts of us that are stuck like in time and so we keep calling forth those same cyclical relationships and yeah. lessons mm-hmm. so that we can finally heal them because again the universe has to bring everything back into balance. So right. it's always going to be like okay here you're kind of teetering towards this way because there's this part of that happened in 1982 this aspect of you that experienced this that never healed and released it. So an exercise you can do I, like I, when you're meditating I wasn't born yet. <laughs> ah, I was too. <laughs> <laughs> but uh um, right. Um, but, but there's, you know, you can sit in silence and you can go back to those moments where, you know, maybe there's an argument with your parents, or there's a loss of something that happened that really traumatized you, or just that you, maybe you don't feel like it did, but you can see that reoccurring theme happening in your life. And you kind of want to break that cycle, Mm -hmm. go back to that version of you as an adult, go back to them, you know, now see them sitting in a chair in front of you. Ask them what they need. Let them know that they're safe. Let them know that you are the the aspect of them, that they are gonna grow through it and that they are free and that they can release it and it's okay to cry and it's okay to let it go and that this doesn't shape you. Like you can just keep going through those, you know, parts of your life and love on yourself. Like give yourself the love that wasn't given to you at that time if that's what it was that caused you that pain Mm -hmm. or that trauma. And I, I think right now what we're talking about are tools that people can use because we, we talk yeah. about this all the time where we encounter people that have been really harmed or that, are, you know, had some sort of trauma happen yeah. that they really cannot get out of or that, that causes depression and anxiety. And right. they don't even know where it's coming from. But I guarantee you it's coming from somewhere right. that you can pinpoint. It is coming from somewhere that you can heal.
0: Right. But I will say this. So I agree with you 100% wholeheartedly. But I will say that sometimes it's okay to even seek out help from like mm-hmm. a per- a therapist or yes. a practitioner to kind of like, uh, like an, an energy healer, mm-hmm. whatever it is that you need in order to help you with that. Because sometimes you may not necessarily even know where to start yeah. if the wound is so deep and so you've like basically allowed it to just kind of like you know, bleed since we're talking about it being a wound. Um, you've allowed it to just kind of like bleed for so long that you don't know where to start to heal that, that wound you need help and it's okay to get help. It's okay Mm -hmm. to seek outside of yourself in order to heal because healing is bringing yourself to ultimate balance of your soul, you know? And so it's important that we all heal, you know, it's like, you can't have surgery or you can't, have an injury and then just go back to being tip top shape. It doesn't work like that. You need to take time out. You need to rest. You need to heal.
1: Yeah. That's, I mean, and we do it right. Like, Oh I Go to, like I said, I had a spiritual guru for, I mean, four years, at least four and a half. And then we do sound
0: baths, right? Reiki.
1: um, I am all about my
0: Reiki. I am all about my sound baths. Actually, I haven't been to a sound bath.
1: I know actually yeah. It's been a this, while. I don't think yeah, I've even been me too. this
0: year. Like I feel like I haven't been this year. Like, um
1: Let's cancel that in.
0: Yeah, we do. Like for real. Go. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and we and we should definitely like we'll post that like on the uh on the gram and then we'll definitely drop it's Arlene in Los Feliz, but I don't remember the name. Yes. Of, but it's sacred.
0: Sacred, sacred Light
1: in, Sacred light, um, on the gram. I think it's yeah. Sacred Dash Light. Um, she is the um, best I have ever been to. And Jermaine put me up on that. And I tell everybody, if you're trying to get, you ever go to a sound bath, that you just need just a night of peace or an hour of peace and yeah. relaxation. I mean, you go.
0: Yeah, actually. So since we're talking about self-love, I want to talk about that, the sound bath, um, because I didn't even know what that was. Um, and the reason why I, I, randomly found it on Instagram and I, there was it what drew me to the sound bath or even to just go and figure out whatever it was, um, was like the music that was in mm. the video. And I was just like, so drawn to this music and the, the song that it was, is it's called Deb, the Debbie prayer. Um, and you can find that I think on in, not Instagram, um, like YouTube. probably like YouTube, Spotify, all of that, but it's Debbie prayer, um, D E V I. And it's that wow that song is just like it that's one song that i actually meditate to often um when i do meditate to a song or something like that sometimes i'll meditate also to frequencies um because those are really healing as well um but i found this sound bath and i i signed up and it's funny it was like i think i had i had just been dumped by said person that i was talking about and it was literally like a week later um Mm. that i found this sound bath and i i almost talked myself out of going like I remember I had finished work that day and I called a friend of mine it wasn't I think I might have called you too I'm not sure but um I called another friend of mine and I was like crying and upset and like nope I don't want to go I don't want to be around people like why am I? she's like listen she was like who cares if you cry through the whole freaking thing just go it'll give you mm. something to do it's an hour you'll shut your phone off You know, like give yourself that time to, you know, to just be. And I was like, okay, whatever. Uh, Like, (laughs) (laughs) all mad. Like, no, I don't want to go. Like being a big old brat. And then, um, yeah. So I went, and I when I tell you, I literally walked in, puffy face. um, puffy eyes, like literally had just finished crying, went in the bathroom, wiped my like kind of washed my face and was just kinda like head hanging low, just feeling low. Um, and it was interesting. And like Arlene, the lady who, who did the sound bath, she was like, Wow, you're just so beautiful. She was like, She was like, I can tell you look like you're having a hard time. But she was like, I I don't know. She was like, You just are such a beautiful soul. Like he was like, obviously you're physically beautiful, but just, you know. And I was like, Oh, thank you so much. Like so kind of just like almost embarrassed by that and then um, you know, I found my little spot in the back corner because I didn't want to like give my bad, bad vibes off to anybody. I wanted to keep them in the corner to myself. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, no, don't rub I don't want to rub them off on you guys. Like, stay away. Stay away. Um, but I remember I hadn't slept that entire week. Um, and after this sound bath, like, I mean, not only did I think I feel like I floated away somewhere um, in the universe, but I am. Um, felt like after that that was the first night that I had gotten a full night's rest of sleep. Mm. Yeah and then even after that I didn't cry like I felt like I, I was emotion emotionless but it wasn't like in the point of me being numb, I just felt at peace. So um yeah, definitely check out Sacred light like that that sound bath is amazing and we'll definitely probably talk about that more and who knows maybe we could even contact Arlene and see if she can do a special. Uh, sound bath for some of our listeners. If you guys are willing to come out and do a sound bath with us, it's, it's really amazing and really healing. And I think um, a lot of people could benefit from it. Um, I actually found my uh, Reiki healer, Andrea there, like she has done a lot of stuff with um, Arlene and she's really amazing. So, um, and I also am very much into therapy. I I am in therapy and um, I think you know, therapy is awesome for those who are open and willing to that as well. I'm just all about healing and, and loving yeah. on yourself as much as you possibly can and and seeking out friends, family, uh, practitioners, people who are energy healers um, to help you uh, meditate, go within yourself, take trips, do whatever it is that you need to do to come back to that center of being balanced and, and one within yourself. You know, it's like the most important thing that you can do.
1: And I think that's really important, too, too um, as far as loving on yourself, number one, is also listening to getting in tune with yourself and your mm-hmm. body and what it's telling you. Because sometimes, like we said last time, I definitely cocoon when I feel that um, I've been around too much energy or the energy's too heightened. And I think that a lot of us, because, again, we don't have those tools and we haven't really taken the time to realize how important those types of things are, we don't really take the time to like. Am I in tune? Am I connected right now? And if mm-hmm. I am, like, what is it? What is the energy saying? And knowing when to like be in crowds and when to not, and when to like. Jermaine and I both do little staycations, and Jermaine is like oh. known for that, where she will just leave and go to Palm Springs for a couple of days by herself, and just because oh she's bye. listening, right? Because she's listening to herself, and like we both live in Los Angeles, right? And like, mm-hmm. um, not in like the heart of the city anymore, but we did. And um which was popping. Which was popping. I'm sure we both <laughs> miss it. But the energy was super fast. It was very fast. Um and so I know for me I needed to move a, a little further away. Um and so yeah, just being in tune with yourself and spending time with yourself and, and really noticing like how do I feel when I'm alone? How does it feel? Right. How does, you know, because like I love being alone. That's another thing it's, like Ooh. I love my own energy. So, I am. I love that you just said
0: that. I love that you just said that, that you love being alone. I love being alone too. I think it's uh, important for us as beings to learn to be alone because once you can be alone with yourself and love on yourself and and appreciate you and your own time, like, gosh, being with someone is just like, being with someone else is just like second nature, you know? Because realistically, when it comes to love and loving each other, not just romantically, but loving other people around you, when you fully love who you are, when you fully are operating from like optimal um, self-love or um, ultimate self-love, whatever you want to call it, maximum, like just like, you know, that top of the top, um, man, like you just want to share that with everyone else. And it's, it's like, I see you, you know, and I think you're beautiful and amazing. And I don't have anything negative to say. Like, even if you are being negative, it's like, yeah, maybe keep that shit over there. But when you're done being being negative, come out because I still see beauty in you. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: And how can you know, like, your energy from someone else's when you're never with yourself? Mm-hmm. So you're you're entangled with everybody else's energy constantly because... You're on social media, you have a nine-to-five job, or you're, you're driving, or you're in traffic, or you're at the store, or whatever, or you constantly are in a relationship. And then that's another thing. Ooh, uh, we, this might be too long to get into, but I'm just going to make this statement really quickly. Of <laughs> people, we have to heal. We have to give ourselves time between relationships to ooh, heal, ooh. forgive, and release that energy because we literally have the residue of it on us still. It's the right. scent, the taste, the feel, and then we're bringing somebody else into that and it's overlapping. And again, that's, if, you, if you can know yourself by being alone then, <laughs> and you're not too entangled with other people's energy, imagine if you're bringing somebody else into energy. You don't know what's what. You're literally still operating from the fear of whatever the last person triggered you into. You're still, you're still projecting upon this person and, and because you're not, you know, you haven't healed. So there's no separation and there's no, you know, getting back to yourself and getting centered and getting balanced again. And it's just constantly jumping into another relationship and it's literally the same relationship carried on and it's just called a different person's name. You know what I mean? Because you have, you never healed from maybe even the first relationship that a lot of people have, like, that they never healed from because they're, you know, you hear people say, "I'm a serial relationship person."
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that's
1: a lot of, and in, in, no judgment in that at all, but it's a lot of energy that's overlapping. Right. That sounds is not like a
0: fear of being intimate with yourself.
1: Yourself, yeah. So important. Yeah. Give yourself Ooh. that time.
0: I feel like this is this is gonna be like <laughs> self love <laughs> too. <laughs> Wait, 1.5? What are we doing? Well, <laughs> part 2.
1: 2.0, part 2. Yeah. S- squared? Yes. Yes. We have to continue this for
0: sure. Absolutely. Because I think that you just totally touched on a really big topic that I think we should dive really deep into. Um, And I just feel like we definitely don't have enough time on this episode to go there. But it's. But I did want to pull some goddess cards because I, yes. I, I had been planning on doing that so many different episodes. And we've just been talking... <laughs> But um so I'm going to pull some goddess cards right now. So I'm going to just shuffle really quick and just see what kind of comes out. Um I love goddess cards. I love tarot cards. Like I am a tarot reading fool. Um I don't practice my tarot readings as much as I as I should. Um but I need to start picking that back up because um tarot sometimes is a little bit <laughs> intense in terms of energy. Um, tarot don't be playing around with anybody, you know? It's like goddess cards I love because they're loving and they're kind and it always has such a lovely message. Tarot cards are like, listen here, bitch, go sit the fuck down. You're being <laughs> crazy. Your shit's about to be on fire. Okay, bye. Bye-bye now. Right. <laughs> okay, so let's see. Ooh. Okay, I'm gonna pull four. Oh, oh. Wow. It's so funny how sometimes these flow. And like fall right in line um, with what we're talking about. So the first card that came out was purification. Mm. Um, I'm not going to read the goddess names because these names sometimes are a little bit crazy. So I just don't even want to go into that. But purification, um, it is time for a cleanse detox detoxification of the body and mind. And we will also say and the spirit as well. Um, and I I definitely take that as like, you know, this this whole year has been a year that has kind of caused a lot of us to kind of sit down and go within. I know that's basically what I've been dealing with myself is kind of the... The need to sit down, the need to relax, the need to go within myself to kind of like find all those answers and be one with me so that I can know my own personal energy on an intimate level Mm. um, outside of anyone else's. Um, And then the next card is sacred space. (laughs) Mm. Wow. Right. Um, It says create an altar, visit a a power place to connect with the divine. Um, And so- I actually have a little altar in my house, but it's more of an ancestral altar um, that has like all the people in my life who have passed on, um, who I love very much, who I put little things on there for them. Um, um, And it's kind of like in front where I do all my meditations and everything. Um, But I also love my sacred space or sacred place for myself. I don't know if you have one, Jess, but mine is the beach. So I'm in Long Beach, but I live like maybe 10 minutes away from the beach, and so I if at any point I'm ever feeling off or even feeling in full gratitude. And I just want to go put it out into the universe. Like I will definitely go and sit at the beach. It's like my favorite place on the planet um, to go is the beach. So what about you, Jess? Do you have a um, sa- sacred place? Yeah. Mine is Lake Shrine. Mm. I haven't
1: Lake been Shrine. there yet. You would love it.
0: I've You'd seen that. it. Like I've seen so many people go, but I just literally haven't been there yet, but I need to go for sure. Yeah, we'll go. Yes. Um, So the next card out was receptivity. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Like this whole, like, (laughs) right. Um, It says, allow yourself to receive. This will increase your intuition, energy and ability to give to others. Um, And we can interpret that in so many different ways, like being receptive, of yourself and your own energy, being receptive of the divine, um, trying to, to send you messages, your, your spirit guides, your, um, your ancestors, you know, um, trying to give you messages and energy and downloads and, um, you know, just being receptive to the universe and God and open and even being receptive to others, you know? Yeah. Um, I I think it's important to get to a place in your life where you can live and walk each day with an open heart. You know, Um, that's one thing I told myself a few years ago is that I want to be in a place in my life where I can walk around with an open heart and not a closed heart. Um, Because, you know, although I've had many situations that have made me feel like I want to have a closed heart, I told myself I want to walk around each day with an open heart. So I think being receptive and being in that receptive mode of the universe and um, being in, a, in, a, in alignment kind of makes you walk around with an open heart. So I try to do that. <laughs> and the last card is dun, 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 uh, infinite supply. <laughs> mm, right? I love that. Right. Like this whole little mini reading, um, it says you are supplied for today and all of your tomorrows. You know, it's like we have that infinite supply of love and abundance that is around us at all times and in all places. I think what it takes in order for us to line up with that is to get into, you know, alignment with ourselves and be one with yourself and be one with the universe and understand what that means. Um, And we'll talk more about that, I think, on the next episode as well. But, um, wow, it's so funny how, you know this little mini baby reading kind of was in full alignment with everything that we were talking about.
1: Absolutely. Like we will have to keep like, take a picture of those cards or something and keep them for, for the next show. We can like delve into each one, maybe.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely.
1: Perfection, divine timing for sure.
0: Sure. Well, I guess that's it. I guess this is a wrap on, this episode of Ascended Queens, unless Jessica has any more ju- jewels to drop. I don't have any baubles. So I'm done with my baubles for today. I'm done, I'm done with my jewels
1: for today. Like, we definitely <laughs> don't want to be, you know, a dead horse. And I feel like we're ending <laughs> on a perfect note. And, yep. uh, you know, we don't want to beat any horses, dead or alive. But <laughs> this was my favorite show so far. So I hope I that, think so, too. Yeah. I hope everybody enjoyed it. And we, like, it's, it's just amping us up to want to do more.
0: Definitely. So, yeah. Definitely. So, until next week. Until next week, you guys. Be well. Be whole. Go love on yourself.
1: Yes. Self-love. Drop some some jewels and some (laughs) baubles. Feel free to quote ours. Definitely. (laughs) Till next time.
0: Until next time. Bye.